At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement, Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, It becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure that I have special guest Scarlett Peretta, intuitive, medium, psychic, as well as other healing qualities that we'll get into very shortly. As a child, Scarlett was able to see spirits, read energy, and foresee events. For many years, having these abilities frightened her. Our guest didn't understand what these abilities first meant to her, and she feared being judged. However, in time, eventually, she came to accept her intuitive abilities. And as she followed the calling that the universe laid out before her, she understood that her gift was meant to help and serve others. Whether it be in offering intuitive guidance or by speaking to one's deceased loved ones on the other side, Scarlet seeks to bring clarity and peace to others on their journeys who cross her path. If anyone would like to get in touch with Scarlett, you can go to our website at scarlett-whispers.com. It's a great pleasure. I welcome Scarlett to the show. Welcome to the show, Scarlett. Thank you so much, Jason. I can't tell you. Thank you so much for the invite. And I'm absolutely delighted to be here. Um, I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been... (laughs) Makes me laugh. I'm not used to that. I can imagine. I can imagine because you're so humble and you're so genuine about what you do. And it really, it really resonates in your podcast, which is what attracted me to your podcast in the (laughs) first place. And uh, when you reached out to me to be a guest, I was a little bit starstruck. Like I was really super excited. So thank you so much for for the invite. That's such a nice thing to say. And I'll just say like from my vantage point, a little background. I know um, we we got introduced through Podmatch. I give credit to that. Yes, Podmatch is amazing. amazing. We'll talk about that. I just think, I think it's a great opportunity. I've been doing my podcasting since 2018. And normally I get client, um, not client, I get uh, special guests on through publicists or my own efforts. And this is such a great icebreaker for us. It gives us an opportunity to meet each other, right? On such a unique level, because you're, where are you located right now? I'm located in Ontario, Canada. (laughs) You're you're kind of far from Tampa. Just a wee bit, just a hop. Just a wee bit, as you'd say. Just a wee bit, a hop and a skip away. (laughs) And I thought, you know, we had such a great conversation yesterday and we'll share this on the record. I thought it was so seamless. I wanted to do this on the air and have an episode about it. I'm so, absolutely delighted. Yeah, we did. We had a good, uh, a good few giggles, some immature uh, giggles, it was, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was, it was absolutely delightful. One of the things I want to ask you before we even start, because we're both psychic and we're both intuitive yes, and we're, we're meetings and all these other things. And we were doing something yesterday during our conversation. I thought it was unique. And I wanted to see if you could share that with the audience of what you, because I felt that too, when two psychics can get together on certain, because I do that with my best friend here in Tampa all the time, right. Megan. And you and I were doing that on a different level with something else without talking about what it was. Right. But you, it, it, what's that? You know, I like that concept because you were describing it. And I, 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 it resonates with me. It, you know something what, it, that the general audience will understand. Well, you know what? And I'm, I'm so glad that you raised that because these are things that we should be talking about. Often as human beings, never mind even as intuitives and mediums and psychics, 
we're, we, we behave like we're islands by ourselves, you know, and we think that we need to do everything alone all the time, right? I don't know what's wrong. I hope, hope that changes with humanity. Um, but when you get together with someone that's like-minded, it heightens, it heightens the energy and it heightens our abilities. And it was so much fun to be able to do that with you yesterday and experience, you know, how, as you were talking, I was picking up on things. And as I was talking, you were picking up on things. I was fascinated to, you know, I had only heard of the concept I've had it maybe happen with one other person, uh, but I was, I was shocked to see it happening. So like you said, seamless with us yesterday, it was so said, fascinating. There's only a couple of people in my life I have that with maybe my mom, like she and I are really yeah. close. And, and so every time I think of her, she'll call me or every time she thinks of me, I'll call her that kind of thing. Right, or right, right, my grandmother right. and I had that in the past too, but then also like close friends of mine, like my best friend, I mentioned Megan, she and I do it really well with each other. Like we can catch up right. on a phone call in two seconds without even talking sometimes because we just like download and connect in and, and we're like, Hey, what's up? Oh yeah. It's so true. Uh, you it's know, so great. It's so, it's so incredible. Um, Napoleon Hill, uh, he's, he's one of my favorite authors. He talks about it being a hypnotic rhythm. I thought, isn't that kind of cool? What a concept, That's eh? Hypnotic a rhythm. That's even a cool name. <laughs> I believe in frequencies and vibrations. And so I could get rhythms. I, I think there's something because then there's also synchronicity, yes. which is something that I know I pretty much post pretty frequently on my social media about. Yes. But we had some of that yesterday going on. I want to ask we you about synchronicity did. and what you're What's your, what's your viewpoint side? Cause I have my own, but I always love to hear others. Let's see what you say. Nothing it. happens by accident. I know, I know that sounds so simple. That's my viewpoint right there in a nutshell. Um, everything in the, the universe is a perfect place and it's always plotting to do us good. You know, even if it doesn't feel so good, because sometimes I don't quite appreciate the situations, but I got to trust and I got to surrender to the universe, right? Because I know that it's plotting to do me good. Uh, but that's the thing. It, there, nothing, nothing is by accident. There, it, nothing is by coincidence. Um, and you actually were talking about some really cool coincidences, like being cut off, you know, um, by a car and then it had um, that license plate had a message in it for you there's nothing that happens by accident yeah university of kentucky i remember that yeah 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 yeah. right (laughs) exactly and nothing is by accident the thing is though it's up to us to have that awareness to pay attention you know it's that's the only thing but yeah nothing happens by accident the universe is a perfect place how do you think dreams factor into all this? Because we were talking about that yesterday. I wish we could have recorded our original conversation. Oh. It was so, it was so like, I mean, obviously we're having fun already, but I mean, in that conversation, it was like the end of the week. It's a Friday evening. And yeah, the setup was, for it was we, we met on Podmatch. We were talking about wanting to talk more about a, an interview. And then we got on the, on the FaceTime, I'm sorry, Zoom, on Zoom together. And it yeah. was just like, then we had a, a thunderstorm interrupt us. Yeah. Right. And then you had to take a screenshot of me because I looked like oh, praying in deep thought. It was, in reality, it was, my, my computer it was so off. angelic. It was so angelic. And I know that you and I are going to post that on our social yes. media. So stay tuned for that because it was, <laughs> was a riot because you can see my face. I'm like, oh my God, don't lose that moment. Don't lose that moment. And I'm <laughs> desperately trying to take a screenshot of it before it wipes me out. Right. It was, uh, it was so, it was so much fun. In terms of your own personal experiences growing up intuitive and, and like I share like your your sentiment when I first started out for about 10, 12 years, I was very private about it. I didn't even call myself a psychic because I didn't have the confidence to do so. But then even when I realized I had intuitive abilities that were very much more pronounced than I understood at first, as, as, as you do it more, it, it grew more kind of thing. Um, I found over time that I just... One day, you know, actually my best friend, Megan's one of the reasons I was able to say, you know what, I'm not going to let this dictate me staying in the psychic closet anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to be open about my spirituality in the sense of letting people know, you know what? Yes, I'm a lawyer. Yes, you know me as whatever, but I also have this other side of me. Yes. And since then, it's just feel like it's, it's taken on its own trajectory. And, and, and um, I'm so glad that you're open and honest about that because you know what you've just said is, is a real fact. A lot of people don't know that I too, like I'm a business coach, you know, and, and then I kind of almost feel like I led this, you know, um, life. second life. Like yeah. Kent and Superman. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. And it's interesting. I love how you use the the comment uh, or the, the phrase 
coming out of the closet, like the psychic closet, right? Because I totally get that. That's what happened to me. Um, the calling just became stronger and stronger and stronger. And then I was invited to do an audience reading um, in this with one of my my dear friends who is now my one of my dear friends. And uh, she had a shop out there called Moonflowers. And she arranged um, to have a, uh, a, a like a, a reading, an audience reading. And in that, I invited my mom because I had never, I hadn't shared with her. I mean, you talk a little bit. Mom didn't know. She didn't really know. No, mention it a little bit here and there, but it's one thing to say, oh, you know, I have these abilities and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why don't you come to my show and check it out? Right. And and so (laughs) I'm not saying that my mom did that because she's always been an avid supporter and believer in everything that I do. Same thing with my, my dad. I was very fortunate in that sense. It's just, it was my way of saying, here it is. There's no denying it. You're going to see me in action and nobody can kind of, like I I came out of the closet with bells on. (laughs) How did that go once you you took a dive in? It was was amazing. It was amazing. I could see that she was very proud and I can see that my dad today is very proud as well. So it's, it's just kind of interesting. A lot of the fear of judgment really at the end of the day happens to be within us. And so the more that we start talking about this, the more we're actually going to create a healing out there because I am certain um, our listeners out there, they're going, oh my goodness, that's me as well. You know, it's, it, I'm certain that this is resonating with many of the listeners. So I'm glad I've that been, you're doing that. I've had people email me for my show and this is more about a year or two before COVID, but when I first started out the first year and people actually mess, would send me messages on email telling me that they live in a place like central Kentucky. Wow. And they have these intuitive abilities, but they don't know how to express it because there's nothing yes. within a radius of where they live where they could go to a metaphysical shop or talk to like-minded yeah. people unless they find it through a meetup or something. But they said that like they were actually happy to have like a forum to feel like, you know what I mean? Just a platform where you can understand. Someone to talk to, people. someone that won't judge, someone that understands, someone who gets it, and someone who is be able to who who's able to give some form of validation as well. You know, it's like, oh, that's what that means. I mean, let's face it, Jason, there's really no school out there. Like we go to school for education, right? Like you went to school to study to be a lawyer, right? I went to school, went to university. I'm sure you went to university as well. We studied our fields. But as as psychics, mediums, intuitives, healers, where do we go? You, know, you, gotta, you, you realize, and that's true. And not only where do you go, but make sure you link up with reputable, ethical people that don't. Ooh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because you're so right. I, I'm so against right. that when psychics charge like nine thousand dollars a minute to charge because they think their ego gets the best of them. And I, I'm very vehemently opposed to that. No matter how life goes and how plentiful things can be, you should always make yourself available. If people, I totally time. agree with you. I, I totally. I know agree we talked with about you. that yesterday. Yeah. I felt so happy to hear that. Me too. Uh, me too, because very few, very few, um, you know, very few psychics out there will look at it that way. People come to us when they're in need. And usually when they're in need, they're not in a happy place with abundance of money. Not always. You know, I do have some clients that are CEOs, politicians, you know, things like that. But let's be realistic. Your average person comes to us when they're in trouble. And so when your fees are reasonable, like your fees are and my fees are, it just opens it up for healing. It gives more people an opportunity to reach out to us. So I was delighted to hear that you did that. Absolutely. How is it for you in Canada in terms of how, I I can tell you Florida is a unique place. If you're in a big city, like I live in Tampa, so it's a pretty big city. It's it's a, a pretty great environment for me, at least to to you know be here and and do readings in person most of my stuff i do through zoom and phone right now it's just i'm used to that that's the way it is yeah so i was asking you how how is it for you guys how is it for you in the area where you live well it's been it's been a very interesting um it's been a very interesting time with covid um as i mentioned i'm in ontario and we just recently um the lockdown was lifted so we've been on lockdown pretty much for a year with some, with some time, you know, they would put us on lockdown for a couple of months and maybe give us a bit of a breather for about a month or so. And then we'd go on lockdown again, but this has been pretty consistent for over a year. So it became very difficult. Um, and, and it was impossible for people to see me in person. Now, having said that though, there's always beauty in the chaos. 
And so my my work was originally very, very um, restricted to, you know, a certain region in Ontario. And now, like you said, via Zoom and other video conference um, methods, I'm able to to uh, have you know clients worldwide, and so right now I'm, I'm Canada wide, and I'm commencing to get uh, others um, you know in the U.S. as well as um, outside, like Italy, UK. It's quite it's quite interesting. We, let's let's share that on the air now too. We were talking about our roots. I was I don't usually yeah. talk about my father's side of the family because I think I said in the past I really didn't have that relationship with him. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I have Italian influence in my life because I grew up yeah. in a small Italian town in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We had, a, you know, and that was very close to my cultural heritage and stuff like that. And yes. I told you that I know that my dad's side of the family traces itself from one small village in Sicily. And I already located that village and I felt like on my bucket list someday, I would go to Europe in the That'll future so and be able to go fun. check that it out. So much fun. And so I wanted to have you share your story because it's, it's interesting how you were just talking yeah. about your background and it's really cool. Yeah, it, well, it, it's interesting. It was funny because um, you and I were talking. I don't even know how we got on the topic of it, and we <laughs> ended up mentioning that our ethnic backgrounds were Italian. Um, and and I find it strange. It's that's even another. We won't even go there. The universe right now is bringing me a whole bunch of of individuals that have that background, um, and I'm I'm liking that because we're learning from each other. Um, there are certain cultures that have embraced the kind of work that we do. Um, have they, they, they've kind of disconnected a little bit because it's not logical. Nothing we do is tangible. It's not logical. Therefore we have to brush it aside. <laughs> Entertainment know, purposes only. Correct. Correct. <laughs> but if you really look at the history, there's so much beautiful, magical history in, in Italy, you know, and, and you were mentioning that you also have another ethnic group. And when I heard oh, my mom's, well, I got my mom's dad's side. My grandfather is Russian. Right. And then right. I, um, my grandmother and my mom's side's uh, Czech or Slavish. And I've actually went to Prague and I felt very like Isn't in my amazing? element there. And I know they're intuitive there because I felt like, you know, when you could feel flashbacks almost when I went to different yes. parts of, of Prague as a city, I feel like I'd been there before, even though I knew my lifetime. It's, I so, it's such a fascinating so experience. And when you shared that with me, I was like, whoa, what a magical combination mm-hmm. because these are all ethnic groups that, um, and cultures that, embraced at one point in time it was their go-to you know like people didn't they didn't have doctors they didn't have you know anything like they went to these people who had these abilities you know and uh, i I don't i don't think of it that way when you think it could be part of our genetic makeup of who we are if it gets i believe because i know i i feel like I have relatives in my family that are more psychic than they realize. Like my mom didn't really acknowledge she had psychic abilities. Right. Two years ago when we were on a flight together up to New Jersey and back. So. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, But you're absolutely right. And I think, I think that generation tended to um, push it to the side. It wasn't as embraced as much. And we're the offspring of that, of that mentality. Right. Um, But prior to that, it was. I remember being a little kid in New Jersey and asking my grandmother, why do I feel like I've seen things before? Oh, what, what did response, she say? She, she would say to me, because she's a very keen woman. She'd say, yeah, we have that in our family, but don't talk about it because no one will ever understand you. So we don't talk about that. See, there it is. At least she acknowledged you, though. That was yeah. a positive. But then it, there it is, right? Don't talk about don't it. Don't talk about it. So Not normal. <laughs> how are you supposed to express that in terms of your own ability if you're being told, just don't discuss it? This is it. And and I'm certain that that comment resonates with so many listeners out there because it does with me. It's, you know, it was, uh, it's, it's feared. I think there's a lot of, um, there's, there's a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to it. Like, you know, when you talk about the paranormal, they make the paranormal really spooky and scary. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. There are the rare cases where it is spooky and scary. Don't get me wrong. I've, I have experienced even that, but on the most part, you sit and you do a paranormal investigation. I don't know if anybody out there has done a paranormal investigation, even whether it's professionally or for fun or it's quite boring. You sit there in the dark for like hours, you know, and if you're lucky, you know, you manage to get a few, a few things in here and there that make the whole night worthwhile, but that's the reality. It's pretty calm. And you speak to spirit and I speak to spirit and they're not scary. 
They're mm -hmm. not scary. They're very calm. They're no. very loving beings. You know, it's I'll say this when I first started out, I'm talking about 2004 to 2009, the first five years, I used to sleep with the lights on. That was more <laughs> within myself. I feel like the kid from Poltergeist. It's so true. Out. Did you turn the, the TV on too? To come at me. Oh, my TV was always off. I would never want to look like <laughs> you the were smart. Heck no. But yeah, no, I, I will admit that on the air because I don't do it anymore. Now I've learned how to manage it so that spirits don't contact me in my sleep. Correct. Correct. Like, did you ever have your arm go up in the air or oh. I had weird stuff the like worst, that happen? The worst so, feeling or when they yeah. jump you while you're, you know, sleeping, that's the worst feeling. It's uncomfortable. And they're just trying to, you're, we're like a lighthouse to them if we're a medium and they sense yeah. it. So that's what it was. I had to learn to turn it off when I went to sleep or zip myself up in a bubble. It's, so, to speak it's, so, it's so true. And I got to I gotta, I gotta make, I got to make you laugh, Jason, because I too used to sleep with the lights on. And, <laughs> and at that time I was a single mom. So I had my wow. little ones. Yeah. So um, I slept also with the TV on and back then, cause today TV is so different, but back then the channel would, you know, the go off at midnight. Right. And you would have all this white noise, <laughs> which Poltergeist. was such a bad idea. <laughs> it was such a bad idea. So this one night I had this experience where I could hear my grandmother trying to communicate. And it was like the weirdest, like poltergeist. It was pretty much like that. Like you hear like this voice and it was like, you wake up and it's like, what is that? Nobody wants to wake up to anything like that, you know? So then after that, after that, I did still keep the TV on, but I, I put it on. <laughs> don't laugh at me, guys. I put it on the Christian channel. <laughs> that would help. Might as well have. I've done that before too, actually. Just a background noise. It's such a vibe. Like, oh God, it never went off. So I was okay. And if anything was happening, it was going to be. You're giving them ratings. Me. That's good, right? <laughs> I mean, whatever local channel that is. Totally. It was, it was funny, but that was an eerie experience. It was an eerie experience to hear. Now looking back, like you, you said, know, now we have a little more, um, it, we're more in charge of it. Now it's a little what, different. What freaks me out about it. I remember when I first had my first mediumship experience, it was the night my grandfather passed away. Oh. My best friend from high school, who I still talk to till this day, mm -hmm. um, Tracy, she and I went to high school together and she called me to check on my grandfather. And I had a premonition seven years before he actually passed that so when he dies, I'd be by myself with no one to console me. Well, he had a stroke and I got to see him the day after his stroke the next day, but he was unconscious already. And I could only touch him through his hands. He was like kind of communicating with me. And I right. knew it was him. that's the first time I had a spiritual connection with him. And then I had to go back to work because my job at the time needed me here in Florida. So I went back to work and then I got transferred up to Wisconsin last minute to cover a deposition for my boss at the time. I'm in Wisconsin, got stuck there an extra day or two because of the weather issues. Right, right. As I'm there is when I found out my grandfather died, right? Isn't it's not as much that that I'm reflecting on. I just remember after I had the spiritual experience with him, which I talked to you about, and I know yes. I'm familiar with the Orbs of Light and Hotel and all that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My friend Tracy was on the phone calling me and she's like, how are you? And I'm like at Panera, but it's like an hour after my grandfather came to me. Oh. And I realized I had this profound spiritual experience for the first time in my life, which was so pronounced. It reminded me of living my own version of an Unsolved Mysteries episode. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> and so what happened was I got on the phone with her and she just like was skeptical. So I picked up on her grandmother that wow. same night. Am I, no and, kidding. And some details. The reason I share all this, that's when I realized I was picking up on something that I wasn't used to. I went back to that hotel room and I had every light on in the bathroom, the bedroom. <laughs> I, I kept the sheets over my head, like not knowing what's oh, coming. I, next. I, I so feel like, you. It was like the, the, the movie ring. I didn't know something to come out of the television set oh. under the bed. And I'm in Baraboo, Wisconsin, which is beautiful that time of year in August. Of but it was, uh, it was, so I guess my point in sharing that with you is when we talk about accepting one's spirituality or, or psychic abilities, it has to come within ourselves. There's a process. It's so true. It's so There's true. There's an acceptance and an understanding, right? And I would say, is that what you would agree with as well? I totally agree. And and just to, just to add to what you're saying, the way that I kind of made sense of it is if you and I were hanging out and, and you go to the bathroom, right? And then I stand behind the bathroom door and when you open it, I'm like, wow. Right, you know how we do that. We, hang, we we do that with people, right? What is your immediate reaction? Your your like you jump like here, yeah, right? yeah. But then you see me, and you, and you realize, oh, I'm calm now. Well, that's how sometimes it is with spirit when we are not in charge of the abilities. Like you see something, you're afraid, you get that, and then wait a second, I don't have any validation here. What is going on, right? So <laughs> you're, you're you're left open. There's nothing to calm you down. Nothing tangible to calm you down. So, but once you get once you take charge, like you have, 
um, then we, we process in the dark. We are, we start being okay. <laughs> it was a process. Let me ask you this. When you think about your own abilities, have you found that as you do psychic readings more and more, or as you're more available and open to the public and delve in spirituality yes. all the time, that your um, abilities have been increased? They do. It's, it's like a, yeah. It's like a muscle and it, yes. it opens up the more you do it, the more, and you know what else I found too, because um, a lot of us, we work with energy and cleansing of energy. And I can see in your background, you've got all kinds of beautiful stones and, yes. and things And I, in my background, I have, you know, the same thing. Exactly. Right. We protect ourselves and I use herbs and things like that. And, and people use smudges. I use Palo Santo often. And so we're taking care of a lot of the energy on the outside. You were saying Palo Santo? Yep. There you go. You see, we're equipped. Okay. First you off, equipped, we're doing this, that was our first example of this on the air though, right? There you go. Exactly. Just for the audience to know, if you're watching this in video when it's eventually on YouTube, because hopefully we'll get there at some point shortly, but you were just talking about Palo Santo and I have Palo Santo cleansing spray that I've had for a while in my living room. <laughs> and I use this when you get those moments during the day when you're just like, yes. eh, and you, or you're on the phone with someone yes. who has negative energy and you just need to like, it just, it. it just, it's and a, it go-to. works pretty amazingly. Plus it smells like cedar to me. Yes. And so I like smell like cedar. Oh, it, it feels really so good. As you spritz so it, I'm like, oh, cause I I'm know. It's, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> but but you it, said Palo Santo and boom, it's right there. How many people can say they have that? <laughs> you see, exactly. Well, that's what you and I keep doing these quote unquote synchronicities as you call it. I know. That's not and a prop. It, that's next, no, next right there. But. Right there live. Yeah, so exactly. Um, and, and going and going back to that, what I what I started to do was take care of my frequency from the inside. So no drinking, no coffee you know, um, eating exceptionally well. I, as a matter of fact, not that I'm an, I'm a believer in any, any particular thing, but I've gone plant-based and I found everything just exploded for really? me then. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, interesting. You say that because now I think about it before I lost my 50 something pounds after my surgery from cancer and my other surgery, oh, I thought I was thinking about it in my head from those things trigger it. I remember that I started doing intermittent fasting and the intermittent fasting, I'd do three day fast, four day fast, where I just would sip water or sip some juice right. and myself. Now I do intermittent fasting where I eat two meals a day. First one at 12, second one around six, and I'm, I'm done. I'm giggling. I do the same. <laughs> so with that process of like keeping your body in a state of ketosis, yes. don't get me wrong, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll splurge and go get my chocolate milkshake from McDonald's totally. or my, my sugar binge. But mm-hmm. I would say that my point in sharing that is there is something about that that cleansed my energy that helped me become even peaked intuitive. Correct. As it a does. result of that kind of nutritional change. It makes it makes a difference. You got to take care of the energy from the outside and on the inside, and I find even that just helps the the channel open even more. It's quite it's so interesting. We at the end of the day, we're almost like we're we're receiving stations. You know, I, I get that we're broadcasting systems as well, like we're communicating things literally like right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. But we're also receiving stations, and the 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 cleaner and the more well maintained that station is, the easier it is to receive. Well, I don't know how else to explain it. What do you think about past, present, future? And I'll explain what I mean. When I explain to people that I can pick up stuff that is a possibility, I never say what I pick up is actually going to happen because free will can change a lot of things in Agreed. life. Agreed. So I always say this is like a weather prediction. This is, It might be partly, sad, uh, partly cloudy on yes. Saturday with chances of light sprinkles. But the person may, you know, change the whole thing. It doesn't, you know, but my point is this. What do you think to explain it? Because what I explain to people and I've gained an understanding of, or at least from my experiences, is that when someone is intuitive and spirituality, at least to me on the other side, time doesn't exist. I believe time's a construct of man, that we've created time Agreed. in the order of our world. And it also helps with the economic and everything else, but, and control, right? I mean, mm-hmm. most of work. But when you talk about looking into someone's, like if someone comes to me for a reading and they get shocked that I can pick up stuff that happens in the future, I just say it's because when I connect with your energy spiritually, time doesn't exist. So whatever I pick up is being told to share with you like a mirror. You are so right. And, I want, and that, I want and that is so well said. I don't even know if I can add to that. That was like a perfect <laughs> explanation. Um, you're absolutely right, though. When it comes to past, present, future, there is no time. Time is um, is a man-made is a man-made thing. And when you're channeling spirit, they rarely talk about time. They might give like special dates here and there, but I I rarely am able to pick up how many years they've been on the other side. I can tell if they've been there for a long time or a short time, but they have difficulty with years. They might, they might be able to tell me that they passed at a certain age, 
but how long they've been there, they, they have know. no concept. They have no concept of it. Well, and and I like what you said about free will, because often we give readings, and then and and in those readings are life changing messages, right? Yeah. And for that fate or destiny or that outcome to happen, they need to do their part. Like psychic readings are not just for entertainment. There's some homework in there too, right? Oh, for so sure. if your spirit guides are sharing with you that you've got to make these changes in, in order for you to have this kind of future, that's their free will. That's now up to them. They've been given a glimpse. Now it's totally up to them. But you're right. Like, oh, if you say that, oh, you're going to, I see you looking slimmer, which actually happened to me in a reading. I said to one of my, one of my, I know I'm reading her and I'm like, and she was, she was a full figured lady, beautiful girl. Did you see her or was it through the phone? No, I was actually in person at this time. Okay. I could see her. And, uh, and I said to her, Please don't misunderstand this message. Uh, in about a year, I see you very slim. I think you're perfect. Just don't, you know, don't shoot the messenger. I just, she says, oh my God, I've been actually wanting to do this. I'm, I'm embarking on this special diet and um, I'm actually hoping to lose. I said, well, I see it. So now, and she actually followed the plan. And a year later, indeed, she was, oh my goodness, like I would say more than half her size and, or less than half her size, I should say that she was originally. And now there's something there, free will. So I've given the message, as I'm sure you have on many occasions. And then if they were to sit there, if she were to sit there and not do the diet plan that she planned on and ate chocolate chips and pizza and all <laughs> of that kind, which don't get me wrong, that that is, it can be one of my major food groups. And um, so- <laughs> Depends on the stress so, level and correct, the situation involved. Correct. And then that's her free will, you know, and then that vision that you and I have had of the outcome is going to be altered. We can't change that. We can't be there with them, you know, so they've got to take these messages with, a, you know, a, a grain of responsibility. I always use the uh, anecdote that I have a couple here in Florida that I know as, as friends. And I was in this condo having a party once about 14 years ago. We have something called Gasparilla. It's an event that's like a Mardi Gras for Tampa. And so we were drinking and hanging out. I don't ever drink, but we had a few drinks. And I looked across the counter and I said to the couple, she was looking at me, he was looking at me. This is when I first started accepting that I had intuitive abilities. Right, right. And I looked at him and I said, oh, you're going to have three kids, three kids. Oh, wow. And she was smiling and he wasn't. And so when I walked away, my other friend said to them, oh, Jason's been pretty accurate. He's predicted three pregnancies recently. What amazing. So guess what? Free will proved that accurate as an anecdote because he went and got a vasectomy the following day. And Monday. there it is. And there you got your two kids. And there so it is. Exactly. That is how I tell people when I read anything for them to always humble yourself when you receive information yes. from like us. Because yes, we're here to entertain you. We're here to give you guidance. We're, you know, we're a jack of a couple different trades, but for entertainment, entertainment purposes only, at least legally, is how we can do it. Right. Uh, however, that said, it's like looking at the big picture. You know, you can see from these different angles how these things can interplay. Yeah. And I think that's interesting to kind of bring up. You know, like yeah. how spirituality interplays in someone's life, and when someone's not open to it. How, how have you had people in your life? When they find out about your intuitive abilities and they're standoffish because they're not open spiritually and they either feel threatened by you being open spiritually or they don't want to encounter it or don't want, you, know, you, you could do it, just don't do it around me. Kind of. It, you know what? Contrary to what I believed would happen, that that never happened to me. As, okay. as, soon, as soon as they find out, um, and it's always through word of mouth. Like I keep it, I keep it very... I keep it private. Although obviously I'm here on a podcast. I'm not keeping it. <laughs> uh, but, um, but when they did find out they were, they would look at me like, Oh, Oh geez. Um, and, and all of a sudden they start asking me questions. Like I've had that. Yeah. Like, like, like the question is like, well, do you pick up anything right now? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm working on a real estate deal. Is it going to go through? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what number should I go in at? What number is okay to accept? It, it becomes hilarious. It becomes hilarious. I enjoy it because I feel that if anything, when people ask me questions, I can sometimes get answers before they finish their questions. I know yeah. it's a real source, yes. intuitive source, and I'll give an answer. And I always want to be able to give as much information to people as I can because I feel like whatever it is I'm picking up from their energy is meant to be shared for a reason. We're like Agreed. instruments, right? That's we what are. I think. We are. You're right. There's no ego needed for an instrument to operate. It's like plugging into the wall and you tap in. So for anyone who's intuitive and has an ego and they're self-important, they really need to get over themselves. 
Yeah, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. Oh, I'm so because you're not spiritual. You can say you're no. spiritual, but you're not. <laughs> no, and you know, if people talk about it um, as we have a gift. I, I always say I don't I'm even not, like using that word. Me too. Sound like we've been picked or selected. Or I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, like not exactly. Up yeah, it makes me sound we like are, I'm the like, chosen one. I'm not no, the chosen. I'm no different than you or anybody out there. It's an ability, and I firmly believe a lot of people have this ability. It's how we're called to do this ability. Like you've been called to heal. We were talking yesterday, you and I, which I loved. Was you kept saying that we have this opportunity to heal and heal 100%. heal so many people, and then when we take it, you know, to do um, these types of of um, forums and and conversations, we have the ability to heal even more people. And so we've been we're 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 doing our calling where it's that's what it's meant to do. So while we have a few giggles along the way, we take it very seriously. You know, we. Uh, no, I'll say this: one of the most awesome parts of being a psychic and having a podcast and practicing as an intuitive is having amazing psychic friends. Yes. Agreed. Even though I like to call psychics on occasion as well, but I like to have psychic friends because I feel like you connect on a deeper level than normal. It, there's too. a different understanding. Like I've had psychic friends text me when I'm having a bad day and I'll be like, hello. <laughs> like yeah. It's great because you, <laughs> you have, you have like a psychic family, like spirit. Correct. Family, right? There's it's a support. It's I a love support. that. Yeah. Do you have that experience as well in your life as you I become do. more pronounced? Thankfully, thankfully, you know, I do. And and I have, um, I'm very fortunate that um, the man, the gentleman that's in my life, he's very, very supportive. That's um, another thing. Yeah. If you try to date somebody, good luck. If you're trying to date somebody, then you're intuitive. Oh, and it's that's crazy. a whole other thing. That's that, whole thing. It was actually one thing that um, when I, when I decided to let him know that these things are <laughs> happening, he was actually the one that encouraged me and he encouraged me to do it and encouraged me to do it more. And, um, and he would, he would help, help test, you know, like, okay, you feel a spirit in here. Okay. Well, what do you feel about the spirit? What's their name? You know, like, so he would, he was very, very, um, very encouraging, very supportive and still is, you know? And so he'll even see like, you know, this after you do so many readings and energy clearings and healings, we, we, oh, we just get so exhausted that we want to do nothing. We can't move. I get, yes, yes. I can't over- And, I, and we just shut down. Time. Yeah. The schedule ourselves too much. Exactly. And well, you know what? We do our best to heal as many people. When someone comes to us in need, we're not thinking about ourselves. We're thinking about them. And that's why we True. keep booking and booking, right? And so he'll say to me, oh, hon, he says, you know, you didn't, you, did you do your cleansing? And, I, and he goes, well, maybe you need to do a deeper cleansing. Like he keeps an eye out for me. I so appreciate him. I absolutely love him to the moon and back. You know, it's, um, it's great to have that support. It is, it is. And my kids, my kids are supportive as well. And, um, and, and a secret for our viewers is they named me Scarlet. That's my, that's my name from my children. So I took it in as a second name. That's great. How did they name you from being little children or they were little, um, they were, yeah, they were, they were little, um, oh my goodness. When I say little, uh, yeah, I would say um, because there's there's four there's four years between Stephanie and Daniel, so they would probably Stephanie would have probably been about fourteen, and Daniel would have been around ten when they named me. And now they're in the, they're well in their twenties now. I'm going to ask you a question that is is one of these standard questions for an interview, and then I want to ask you because I want to add in my two two cents on it too. If someone was to ask me, where do your messages come from? Oh. I always say my spirit guides, which I consider my grandfather as a source of it, because a lot of my psychic stuff comes from him on many levels on a daily yeah. basis or week, whatever it is, dreams. Mm -hmm. um, I always know I don't, I don't acknowledge dark in anything I do spiritually. So it's not that I, I ignore it completely, but I just tune into the light. So for me, it's like my spirit guides and I always do that. That's how I, I I'm so happy to hear you say that because we do even as um, as psychics. Um, mediums, intuitives, whatever we want to label ourselves, we have the opportunity whether to tap into the light or tap into the dark. And I wish, I wish the dark did not exist, but it does. And I know that you've experienced it and I know I've experienced it. Um, but I like what you said, we choose to tap into the light and I, and I do the same. I refuse to go into anything negative other than you know, giving people support about cleaning up their energy, you know, like don't engage in this because you're going to tap into that negative uh, vibration. You don't want to do that, you know? 
Um, so where do my messages come from? I strongly believe that I, I walk with several guides. I have one main guide that I know he's responsible. I, I call him, I call him Z <laughs> and I have my grandmothers yeah. and, and it was so cool because yesterday when we were talking, I never shared that with you, you know, and no, you, you know, like, I have to share. I didn't interrupt you. I'm sorry. I, no, I, go I, for I, it. I, my best friend down here, Megan, her grandmothers are what instilled in her, her psychic gift. They both met each other before she was even walking probably it, and, it's and amazing amazing tarot readers or whatnot and so that that's where she got her gift and as we started talking during our pre-call yesterday i felt George. the same energy signature of your grandmother's yeah. like around you spiritually yeah so it, was, it was it was so cool to hear that 100%. and i gotta give you i gotta give you props too because no one else has has um has picked that up it's i always say it's whatever it is it's like if you were to say jason what color shirt you have on oh well it's a dark blue shirt navy blue with a g on it for georgetown like right. if you can see that how i look at energy is if i can read it i'm gonna say it and it it's just the it's not, there's no explanation beyond that that i need to give because i know it's coming from something that i can pick up on that has a, a you know a legit source to it my ego is not totally, in the way totally i don't agree. doubt it that's yeah, the thing. I, and that's it i love it I, ego doesn't get in the way and you don't doubt it and it's important not to not to doubt it and to honor these messages that are coming through to us because there are times where i'm reading someone and they're looking at me and i'm like just hear the message i gotta honor the message because i know that they're talking to me and in that moment they don't remember and then i get a message from them like a week later or two weeks later and they say oh my god remember when you mentioned this it, it, it happened or this is, this is what I found, or I got this message. Um, it's crazy. I wish I was wrong about one. Uh, it, it sits in my heart, um, because they didn't take my message seriously. Um, I was reading this, uh, this young girl and I was saying, and I read her mom as well. Like, so I read them back to back and, and I kept saying to the mother, your husband, I see him not well. There's, there's something, you know, with a heart challenge. She's like, no, what are you talking about? Like he's, he's perfectly well, like he's healthy and everything. And I got a message from the daughter um, and she had said, Scarlett, you were so right. Uh, my dad had a massive heart attack. And this was maybe six months later. I wish I was wrong. You know, Pardon. more so what I wish is that they had at least heard that message so they could have avoided that because our spirit guides are wanting to do us good. They're, you know, the universe is plotting to do us good. So are our spirit guides. They want to give us the heads up so we can avoid certain, certain uh, challenges, you know? So it's tough. What do you do when you first get your experience of predicting something that you found that was accurate? <laughs> Like when you, before you did it professionally, but when you're picking up either mediumship experiences, because for me, the first ex exploration of being psychic or intuitive was being a medium. I just for somehow was like tuned into that when I'd walk yes. into a room and someone's grieving somebody or someone needs to come through, it would pop in and that'd be the end of it. Now, yeah. then everything else kind of grew from there. So I was going to ask you, what was it like for your experience with all that? It was a little unnerving. It was a little, it was a little unnerving, you know? Um, and I, I remember a few, a few situations. Um, and of course, you know, they're, they're not negative. It's part of life. You know, like I, I was able to, um, feel when one of my family members was going to pass, like there was, you know, like my, my grandfather passed away. And so when I could, I was able to predict it, not down to the exact day, but around the, you know, the week. Um, yeah, I was, I was able to predict it. That was difficult. One of the most alarming ones is I was hanging out with a bunch of friends. This was many years ago. I was in my early 30s at the time. And um, and I didn't know these people. Um, I knew only a small group of us, but the majority of them, we were hanging out in their home. And I kept seeing this girl in this white, um, very pretty girl. And she was like in this white um, kind of gown. I, I, and she was standing in the water. And I'm like, what the heck? I feel like a weirdo. Like, why does this woman keep coming to me? This young girl, like, why is she coming to me? And every time I went to that house, I kept seeing this and only to find out that this girl drowned. It was like, oh. And then it's one of those things that, and I didn't know her and I didn't know that she was friends with the others. 
I didn't know any of that. Right. And I just felt like, who is this person? But then it happened where I went back to the home after a while. Cause we, we would hang out for years. Right. And I saw the photo and I was like, Oh my God, that's that girl. I'm like, who is that? Oh, it's a good friend of us. She drowned. I'm like, Oh, mother of God. I Did you tell them? I didn't tell them. I told one of my, my close friends. That's when, yeah, that's hard because you don't know how to best explain it or what to I say. I didn't know. You say anything yeah. at all. Yeah. And then you, you kind of feel, oh, you feel like, what, what do you do with this information? You know, now I know what to do with the information, you know, but at the time you, you didn't, you know, you don't know what to do with the information. What do you think in terms of your own abilities out of the stuff that you could do that you pick up for other people or what's the part of it that you enjoy the most out of the different psychic oh. things? Whether I'm channeling or doing a, like a guidance or clarity reading or I'm channeling like a loved one on the other side, I, I love the fact that I can give them peace and clarity. You know, I, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. I'm not grateful for, you know, their discomfort or in the case of, you know, a lost, you know, a, you know, where they've lost someone that they love. I'm not grateful for that. I'm grateful at the opportunity, you know, to be able to give them that, that peace and clarity. Um, one, one situation recent that comes to mind was a lady, um, who was, uh, they, they were in Scotland and they, they immigrated to Canada. Um, not that, not that many years ago. And, unbeknownst to me, um, they wanted to see if their, her son would come through and the girl that, um, that arranged for the readings would have been the, the sister and the daughter of this woman. And, um, and I kept seeing an orb flying in the room. And I said to her, I said, my goodness, I see an orb. It's got a male energy attached to it. And then I feel that, you know, there it's contemporary. In other words, this is not someone older or younger, but this is a little bit older. This has got to be like a brother of yours. And the girl was freaking. And so she says, can I get my mom to come in? I said, absolutely. So I started saying, and then I saw what happened to this poor soul. I said, I, he shows me a living room and he shows me a window. I said, I'm not understanding what he's showing me. Why am I seeing this living room? I said, not only that, but this living room doesn't look like a typical living room here in Canada. And the mother burst into tears. And I, and I said to her, um, everybody's wondering that um, if his, if his life, if his, the way he passed was an accident or if he took his life. I said, and I'm so sorry to say to you that it was not an accident. This individual you know, and, and she, and we just kept doing with the reading and, and there was a lot more that came through. The mother was in tears and I said to her, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I said to her, and, and she said to me, no, don't be, she said, nobody ever could reach my son. And I always knew that he had took his life, but the police said that it was an accident. And, and I always had this thing. And she went on for over 20 years with this heartache. And so when she was crying, she says, no, these are tears of relief. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, there it is. Catharsis, right? The emotional catharsis of the spiritual experience, I call it. Right. And that's happened in weird places. I've been at a bar, think happy hour, you that's know, place, all right. summertime, five o'clock, happy hour, six o'clock crowded. And I'm drinking just one drink. And there's someone who walks up to me and says, oh, yeah, I know you're intuitive. Can you pick up anything over me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, I pick yeah, up yeah. something and then they start bawling their eyes because it's something like yes. it's a narcissist. It's their, their aunt, their uncle, whoever passed away, if they didn't expect to actually come through and it freaks right. people out. Yeah, uh, do, what, how do you think that, that is that just the emotional healing process that makes you cry like that? Because I always wondered about that. It's, um, you it's know a what? shock to the system, right? It is a shock to the system. And, and I think that there's also, um, an element of release, you know, when someone has all of these, um, emotions that are just jammed right down in there and, and it's happening over years and years, and then to have some, an opportunity for that relief, you know, for that, that validation and not only that validation, but to hear from that loved one, oh, he's okay. He's fine, you know, and, and it's, I think it's just a whole combination of like an, like a volcano of emotions, you know, and, and yes, it comes out in tears. My goodness. Yeah. I've never been hugged so much, you know, because she had gone, this poor woman had gone over 20 years, psychic after psychic, medium after medium, and no, was, no one was able to, and that's not to discredit any of these psychics or mediums, not, you know, spirits funny. And I'm sure you're going to get this too. Sometimes they don't want to talk to you. 
because mm-hmm. they don't they're not comfortable with that that individual. It doesn't mean that they don't they're not they're not yeah. around. I had I had someone get upset with me. I gave them a full reading. This didn't happen that long ago. Actually. I gave them a full reading, and the last five minutes of the reading, they decided to ask about one of their deceased relatives. So of course I went over time because more information is coming through. Right. But then the person came back and told me I wasn't specific enough as a medium. So I'm not a good medium. And I'm like, well, don't ask me about your deceased loved one. Three minutes left in the reading and expect well, you me to get something. That you can't. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't get the kind of validation that they're looking for. And here's the other thing too, that I want to mention, Jason, I'm so glad you raised that because a lot of people come to their readings with an agenda. We kind of <laughs> talked about that yesterday, right? You know, they'll come to their reading with an agenda. Like, um, if, uh, if you say this to me during the reading, like, you know, they want to hear from their, their mom. And if you say the word flower, you know, during a reading, well, then I know you're here. Well, spirit doesn't respond well to that. You know, they respond to open emotions. Um, like I said, we're, we're a receiving station, you know, that we can't, we can't control what's coming in. Um, and you're right in three minutes, there's no way that you're going to get the kind this of validation. dating. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that either. I might be able to get a little bit, uh, you know, just I to, let the person go out of their way and said, have a nice one, stay in your lane. I'm yeah. Done. I don't want to deal with this because this is just a low vibrational energy. kind of. Thing well, this is them. it. They, they've obviously come to the reading with an agenda and, and spirit is very particular. I, I recall one time doing a, an audience reading and I kept looking at this woman. I'm like, I have a message for you, but I don't have a message for you. Like, and I felt so bad because I would go around the audience and then I would go back to her and I said, I know that there's someone that wants to talk to you, but I just can't, they're just not saying anything to me. So the lady came back to me in private and as she sat down, her husband came through. I'm like, oh, your husband is here. And I said, she says, yes, I wanted to hear from him in the audience. And I said, and he, and immediately he, he whispers to me, I didn't want to talk in front of everybody. <laughs> so I was like, we have to honor that. Like I was, and she started giggling. She started laughing. She goes, oh my God, that is totally something he would have said and done because he's very private. It's the personality and so, coming Well, this you. is it. So it, exactly, exactly. So even- I just, love that part of the readings when you could do that and take on the personality oh, of the person so and cool. let the person see that. I think that that's- Helps a lot with giving the person the ability to see something that they probably can't oh, quantify. Absolutely. Has someone that you've channeled ever made you crave something that you wouldn't normally have? Have you ever had that? Yes. I, I actually, when I do readings. I've had situations where I'll give a reading here at my house and I'm on the phone. I'll do a phone reading and I'll walk around my house like pacing and I'll bring it up during the reading. I go, why am I pacing right now? Oh my God, he used to pace all the time. And I'm like, but I can't stop. Well, he wouldn't stop either. I'm like, but I'm literally walking around in circles. That's what I used to. I just get the mannerisms as I get the energy when they're coming directly in. That is such a riot. It's so interesting how, how they do that. They, I guess they, they, they jump us, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever energy, right? Yeah. It just, it's, they jump us with energy and and, and we kind of become them in that moment. I've had my lights flicker in my house. I've had lights flicker in the person I'm giving the reading for in their house and my house at the same time, as I said, that he used to flick your lights. And she said, yes, he did used to flick the lights as a joke when they were alive in the house together. So that's so cool. All those kind of things. It's just so much validation for to know that this stuff is real. It's not made up. You can't script this. No, you can't. And if you you did, it would take so much work. My God, I wouldn't be able to do it. Honest to goodness, you're absolutely right. And, and, and I feel for mediums, you know, especially the ones that, that tend to go a little more public, um, and there are some well-known mediums and, and the media always criticizes them, you know, and I feel for them because I totally understand that being able to, or being needed to do it and perform at that rate, you know, and with those expectations, of course, that just starts crossing the lines with spirit. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You know, it's it hard. It's, it's, it's not to lose yourself. And anything you do in life, no matter what job you have, don't lose yourself in that position oh, of opportunity, that right? Is, if you stay true to yourself, then you won't yeah. let that happen because no matter what you become or who you are, you'll stay true to yourself. You'll always be mm-hmm. grounded. That's how I look at it. I love it. That was just such a profound statement, you know, truth. Do you Very believe great. that we're already running low on time? How fast this went? No, it feels like five minutes, my friend. <laughs> 58 minutes. I'm like, well, where did that come from? <laughs> this crazy. is what I love about you. 
Let me, okay. Let's do the, let's do the business size for a minute. Shout out. How can our audience find you? I mentioned it through the intro, but please give me all your information so that our audience can find you online, social media, website, everything else. I really genuinely appreciate that. Um, they can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Scarlet's Soul Cafe. And uh, it's Scarlet with one T. I know some people spell it with two, so you might have difficulty if you're adding that extra T. So it's Scarlet Soul Cafe, and that's Instagram and Facebook. And you can always reach me through my uh, website at Scarlet's with an S-whispers.ca. And a lot of people say to me, why Scarlet's Whispers? Well, because I hear whispers all the time. <laughs> you know what I like too about your answer just now when you just gave that? That's one of my other approaches. I try to let people know this stuff isn't supposed to be mystical or mysterious. Yeah. I dumb it down, so to speak. I'm like, if you understand how electricity works, energy Correct. works, spirit works the same way. So I just happen to be receptive and I can pick up on it. That's what it is. Everyone it's can do so that. True. I try to it's simplify so the people away that mystery so people aren't afraid of it. Agreed. Agreed. And I like that because they shouldn't be afraid. Um, you know, the spirit world is very much like the living world. You're going to get people that are kind. You're going to get people that are not so kind. You're going to get people that are angry. It's no different. It really is no different. They just want to talk to us. No different than we want to talk to each other. 100%. I love this. This has been such a great opportunity for me too. And I, I really appreciate you coming on oh, thank and you sharing so much. insight and I am going to post that really interesting picture that you took. <laughs> I love it. With the audience, because they'll be meaning to when they actually listen right. to the whole episode and go back and look at this. So as we're doing a Zoom call right now, the screen split in two. And yesterday when we had our initial call, that was only supposed to be like a half hour, but we made it like an hour or so. Oh long my gosh. Enjoyed it, yeah, so much. it was so much fun. Um, the screen froze when there was really bad weather here in Tampa. Yeah. And I was out, like, I got knocked off Zoom for about five 15, maybe two minutes. Say. It was a few minutes. It felt like an eternity, minutes. but it was a yeah. few minutes. Yeah. So you took a screenshot of it. I did. And you were <laughs> and like, you were like in this pose, but you, it was so angelic. It was, <laughs> it, it just captivated your essence. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I just, I just. You know what I was doing in that image? Praying, please let the internet work. Isn't that fun? <laughs> this is the phone. I want it to work. Let it work. And so you saw me praying that I wanted the internet to work because it was going out and the screen was going out. So you're, it, it, so, you, were, you were just, it, it just please. captivated. Oh, it was absolutely, it was something else. So yeah, I, I'm going to be posting it on my social media. <laughs> That's such a unique picture. That's why I'm glad you sent that. I appreciate it. Are you kidding? My pleasure. And thank you kindly for having me here. Well, this thank is, you. It's absolutely been delightful to spend time with you and your listeners. Um, absolutely honored. Thank you so much. Uh, and, and as a result of us talking yesterday, I feel like we could have a very good long-term working I agree. collaboration. I agree. I feel like we Everybody should, should stay tuned. There'll be more 100%, of us. 100%. <laughs> I just want to thank Scarlett for coming on the show today and sharing her insights, her unique perspectives on what it's like to be an intuitive psychic medium and growing up and just experiencing these various parts of yourself that come to life. Uh, sometimes people call it spiritual awakening. It depends on how sudden it occurs. Is it onset right away or is it over time gradually? Whichever it is, there's a paradigm shift that occurs. And I know my show talks about paradigm shifts a lot. I believe in what being intuitive and understanding spirituality and which all of us have in some way in our lives, we all need to look at it from a different set of lens. It's not something that's some mystical thing to be feared or manipulated it's meant for a greater understanding of ourselves. I believe that any reading I do with my clients when it's an authentic, real, great reading is uh, there's a learning experience, not just for the person who you're reading for, but for the person who does the reading. I actually can tell you that through many chapters of my life in the last few years, like when I had cancer, for example, I remember the three months that I was dealing with that in my mindset, I had several people come to me who were dealing with guidance and advice about either loved ones who had cancer and were going through treatment or they were fearful of it for themselves. And from the readings I gave those clients, I learned insights within my own fears, insights within my own point of view. I share this because when I'm talking to Scarlett, I feel that we're like receptors, like she said, we're there, we're accentuators. We're there to help bring out information that might not be as on your horizon or in, in your foresight or what you're looking at and considering. So when you consider going to a psychic or talking to a psychic, Think about why you want to speak to one. Think about not going in there with an agenda. Like Scarlett said, have an open perspective. Because when we do readings, we don't have a script we read. 
we don't have a set specific thing we do for that reading. It comes through naturally. It's part of nature. Keep that in mind as well. So I share all that because Scarlett is an amazing psychic medium. I can tell you she read for me yesterday. So check her out. Her website, scarlets-whispers.com, scarlet with one T, plural. Check out more of our episodes. We'll be continuing our programming, but definitely check us out. Stay positive because when you're positive, Thank anything's you for possible. listening to Thank this you. episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.